Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Every one of these legal analysts that are predicting Trump's indictment, conviction, incarceration, were all the same people saying the exact same thing during the Mueller investigation. And night after night, we saw Adam, Adam Schiff on television. I have a memo. I have evidence. Trump was working with Russia. Turned out to be a complete hoax. A complete and utter hoax. But for two years, night after night, and I'm waiting, I'm starting to see it a little bit. You know who I'm seeing? And is it, does anyone know who Matt Taibbi is? I've always known him as a raging leftist. Especially when he worked for Rolling Stone. Now he works for Substack, or he writes for Substack. A lot of people write for Substack. But now he's saying the DOJ is out of control. The DOJ is out of control. And I'm, I'm wondering why. Why would somebody who is so rabidly anti-Trump say that the DOJ is out of control? Well, maybe some people on the left are realizing you know, they talk about Fox News or whatever it is, Newsmax, in my case, Salem News Channel, right here on Sirius XM Patriot. You're gaslighting, you're gaslighting. You're gaslighting people. You're MAGA cult. Notice, I, I, one thing I hope you can recognize about this program is I'm not saying, come, come follow me. Follow me. I lead the way. I, I used to say leader of the new school. I mean of a generation of talk radio hosts. But I'm not trying to install myself as some kind of cult leader. And I'm not baiting you in. Hey, just wait, just wait one more. And, and you know, I think some people are realizing that their their emotions were being toyed with. And it got good ratings. If you think about where... Rachel Maddow was and where Colbert was at the tail end of the Obama presidency. Rachel Maddow's ratings were in the toilet. So were Colbert's. They wanted him to go back to doing the Colbert persona from Comedy Central because they didn't think he was working out as a late night host. Go back and look. Then Trump got into office and then it took off for them on the back of Trump Russia because people wanted that daily that that daily elixir if you will that orange man bad was going he, he this was a, this was an abomination it was unprecedented he was worse than bush and then it had to be that he was guilty of something and it was just a matter of time before the really smart people figured it out and got rid of him, and we can go back to, you know, life as we knew it. And then it didn't happen. And out of spite, the Democrats impeached President Trump. After all their hyperventilating, they could, they, there was no Trump Russia. So they invented the Ukraine call. And that was satisfactory for a while, but it didn't work. And maybe some people realized that they were being played. Their emotions were being abused, if you will. So we'll get into that. According to Roll Call, the federal same-sex marriage bill is stalling in the Senate 
over GOP opposition. Notice something that the Democrats do. It's, it's part of their playbook. It's never get the government out of something. It's always a fight over what the government's going to do. Get the government out of marriage. Just get the government out of marriage. And then nobody's discriminated against. Get the government out of marriage. This is not a this is not an obscene or radical proposal. What's the government's interest in marriage? And when I say that, can the government really pass a law that would stop any two people from merging their lives? Well, Andrew, it's about, you know, taxes and social security. Yeah, that's what I mean by getting the government. There should be neither a penalty nor a benefit in the eyes of the government for getting married. Societies flourished. The cornerstone of society worked just fine before we issued something called a marriage license. And the truth is, and we only have we only have the marriage license. Two things about the United States. One, we have abortion in this country because of the eugenicists. And that's the other reason why we have the marriage license. The same people that wanted to eliminate the undesirable birth were working backward by somehow attempting to use the law to prevent undesirable marriages. Now, it turns out, I mean, I guess one would work with the other, that if you have an undesirable couple in the standard of the eugenicist, that the abortion is the backdrop. I mean, the backstop, excuse me, backstop. That, okay, undesirable people are having sex. Sex leads to pregnancy. Pregnancy amongst the undesirables leads to a birth of an undesirable. Abortion, if sold properly, could eliminate that. Why do we need to pay the government to recognize our marriages? Why do you have to go to City Hall and get a piece of paper that says the government recognizes it outside age of consent? Well, Andrew, if it was up to conservatives, the black people wouldn't be able to marry white people. I just said get the government out of marriage. What? what, what, what? <laughs> Gavin Newsom apparently thinks government should merge itself with media, which has got to be one of the worst ideas I've ever heard. And The Hill has an article about this. There should be no intersection between government and media as far as subsidies or content. Same goes for art, by the way. I'm going to start here. This this is not the uh, out, driving the outrage cycle or is making the, the top of the fold. But have you noticed in the past 24 hours, there's been a massive uptick. Maybe it's a little bit longer, and I just caught it 24 hours ago. So just, you know, don't bite my head off over this one. There's been a massive uptick in the eat bugs propaganda. It seems like all of the health magazines, even, somebody sent me one from the Weather Channel. Cockroach milk. Cockroach milk is the new superfood craze. The latest trend. Oh, it's good for you. It's got more protein than cow's milk. It's going to be great. We're all going to be we're all going to be stirring cockroach milk into our coffee in the morning, a couple of years from now. Because you just wait and see. Bugs are great. 
let me give you the short of this. You eat bugs. Okay? We live in the United States of America. We have built a quality and standard of living. If you're eating bugs in America, you're doing it on a dare. Okay? You're you're not like, where's all the food at? And stepping on a cockroach going, right? We don't eat bugs here. I know there's chocolate-covered ants and chocolate-covered grasshoppers. Again, if you're eating, I dare you, I dare you. I myself remember one particular evening as a pledge of a fraternity. <laughs> there, we had a we had one brother who had an iron stomach, and there was an event that became a tradition that you had to eat whatever he ate in front of you, and he would pretty much eat things to borrow a line from the movie First Blood that would make a billy goat puke. Now, every fraternity house had that guy, right? There was always, every when you think of, of, of characters largely centered around the cast of characters of a movie like Animal House, you, you, every fraternity has that cast of characters. The guy that can drink anybody under the table, the guy that scores with all the ladies, you know, the, you know all that stuff. When they got to me, I remember what they did to me. They had taken the label off of a can of dog food and put it on a can of refried beans. And they were both open and stirred up. So, you know, kind of in the dark, the can of refried beans looked a little bit like dog food. And I think it had an Alpo label on it. The guy just picks it up and he starts spooning it into his mouth. And I'm like, well, okay, I'm, I'm here. I'm going to have to start spooning this dog food into my mouth. And one bite into it, I realized it was refried beans. But that was part of a trust your brother exercise. I don't remember anybody eating bugs, except for they had apparently made these roach brownies. Nobody actually had to eat them, but there they were with like legs and heads sticking out of these brownies. It was really disgusting. That's a dare, right? Was it like, all right, let's sit down. Let's have dinner. Uh, what do you got? Uh, grubs? Great. I'm not an anteater. You're not an anteater. We don't eat bugs. But now the, the the eat bugs propaganda is getting put into hyperdrive. And now why is that? The transition. Look at the amount of land that's going to be required for this transition. It's going to butt up against something. And the two things you see that are getting the axe right now are single family standalone homes and ranches. The eat bugs propagandists will tell you the cows produce methane, and methane is bad for the environment. Now, I don't know where PETA is on all of this. I don't know where all the, the people that, uh, that sniff cows behinds are on this. But apparently now, animals raised for food are a threat to the environment. So human beings who have been consuming animals as food since the dawn of time are now going to be told that there's not going to be enough land to grow enough food for the masses. So the masses are going to have to live in smaller, tighter quarters. The masses are going to have to rely on government for transportation. The masses won't be able to expect much from the healthcare system after the age of 41. 
That's quality adjusted life years. And now the idea of sitting down to a steak dinner is going to go by the wayside and you, the people, the masses, the nobodies are going to have to learn to eat bugs. When somebody says in other cultures they've been eating bugs, I don't want to hear it. I don't care. I don't live in those cultures. I watch, I've watched some of these weird eating shows. You've probably watched some of these weird eating shows. There's a guy, there's any number of YouTube channels of people that go around the world and eat cow brains or fish guts or live frogs or whatever it is. Again, that makes for a sensational curiosity on social media. The American culture is not to sit down and eat bugs. And when you think about the melting pot of cultures, you can go to a Japanese steakhouse. You can go into a Mexican restaurant and get steak fajitas. You can go into a Texas barbecue place and get brisket. Now, whatever, that, whatever might have happened in any other country, the people that came here very quickly realized two things. We didn't eat bugs, and if they did, they didn't want to eat bugs anymore. And that's the quality of life that we've built. But the go out and eat bugs, it's good for you propaganda is now getting upticked. You know the whole Agenda 21 thing? Isn't it funny how the lockdowns kind of nailed us right at about 2021? Interesting, right? The World Economic Forum is now saying we have to end, end cattle ranching. We have to end it to save the planet. Now, I can assure you that nobody at the World Economic Forum or the G20 or in any other palace of government, are they going to be eating bugs? Maybe they'll pose for a photo op. But I have a sneaking suspicion that Joe Biden is never going to be serving roach cake as a meal for a state dinner. This is not being done for you. It's being done to you. I've got more. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Wait till you hear how they make roach milk. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilcow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.